0: In this podcast, we talk a little music, the entrepreneurial spirit, and of course, stocks. We're going to get into patterns. You know, all your favorites, the double tops, triple bottoms, head and shoulders, and a bunch of other shapes. We're living in the roaring 20s, at least for today, because everything's green. We're going to see how long that lasts. We're going to talk bonds. No, not stock bonds. talking James. We'll also talk a little strategy and navigating the road ahead. As always, none of this is financial advice or investment ideas. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Punk Stock.
1: But okay. I did actually sell it. I know. I'm bummed. <laughs> I know. Not. Uh, it's but because uh, I'm playing the percent game in my mind. Every time yeah. we talk about like, I get down ten. You need to set your th- shit up. You need to have ten percent stop loss. And I don't ever do that. Right. I don't ever do that. And then it gets to minus. It was like fifty four percent. Uh huh. Did this this put I bought? You're still in it. I I, I have it till November twentieth. Okay. Not on Pfizer.
2: No, but no. it's just like what is it? A dumb thing. Is there Sava. any value left in SAVA? It? I don't. I don't even really know how to tell. The you go S A V A. Yeah.
0: What did you buy it in? E Trade. Okay, so in your if you open up Power E Trade on your phone, mm-hmm. you'll be able to see what the value is left on it. It'll say open value, and you look for that number. Open. Value. It'll either be a negative or a positive.
2: Well, yesterday ours like break even. Cause it tanked. What's your but strike na- price? Now I'm down like thirteen dollars. Okay, so what I'd suggest? What's the value left on it? Like how? Like the market value? Intrinsic. Yes. Let's just say the market I, value. I bought it for twenty five. The market value is twelve fifty. Now, oh, yeah, that's a that's a not a good put to buy. Yeah. That's so a, like, that was
0: a. Here's what I'd say. You have twelve fifty left on it. Uh-huh. If it's not <laughs> going to move today, take that twelve fifty, roll it into another. You can even turn it into a call if you feel like it's going to go the opposite way, but you roll it into something else that is a little bit more- Something greater. Uh, yeah. A,
2: a better of like, a- Like had I bought the right put, right now even, <laughs> I would be up like $50.
1: Right. I'd be rich. <laughs> I
2: I feel, and I think that- That's want to sell for break even, just- so now I know which put to Well, buy. you
0: have it till the 20th. So you'll be yeah. safe
2: really up, I say, until next
0: Wednesday is when you'll notice the value really start to drop. You'll notice right. on Monday, but next Wednesday will be... And then it'll be harder for me to even get to break even, right? It'll be harder for you to get to break even. So you'll have to hope that that thing is diving down. Pray, baby. Yeah. But I do think you can roll out of that still. Yeah.
2: It's only a twenty-five dollar put, which is why I did it. Oh yeah. Jeez. I know. Yeah. That's I should have just bought the $90 one. Yeah. Because I don't even trade with my e trade account.
1: <laughs> and my rule of doing the complete opposite thing of what I feel inside my heart. Definitely my heart won with Pfizer. <laughs> and I should have did the opposite. I should have put a put on it. Like
0: how many times does this have to happen? It was just the time that you bought it. That was all that got you. But didn't you have actual shares as well? Did you sell your actual shares? <laughs> yes. But you 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 should have held those. If you would have held those next week,
1: it's going to go up. And if it does, you know, mwah, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> just help the rest of the world. At this point, go on and be great. <laughs> if you
0: pull up the Pfizer chart. Dom, can you pull up the Pfizer chart? <sighs> Look, and this is just a a point here. Yeah, make, make it. <laughs> Look at the Pfizer chart. Uh, give me a one or two month Pfizer chart. Give me a one and a two. Yeah, pick, pick. You pick one or two months. And then you tell me what the low is of that month. 34. Right. So if he sold it at 37. Yeah. So that's a $3 difference. That's not an insane amount. What your upside is though next week is going to be much higher than that three dollar loss average that you take when it had. Why are zero you so news. confident? Because it, it earnings. No, what I'm what I'm getting I think at it just is had earnings. The average low for the last two months is thirty four to thirty six dollars. Right. You sold it at a dollar above that. Right. So, so it's move. it's not going to go much lower than that. I know. Especially with what it has happening right now. Next You're week, right. it's dropping more news that is going to be very exciting for. The stock price,
1: and I think it will get evaluated at a much higher. They did higher say place. though this morning that somebody in the company I'm not sure who, don't quote me but they did sell a lot of shares right before the news of the vaccine dropped.
0: It's pretty, pretty interesting when you uh, actually see I it. I do firsthand. think
1: though, the longer that this back and forth goes on is not going to be good. No, it's very bad because it. it's getting yeah. like out of control. Like someone's got a. There's got to be an adult in the room now that stands up on somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Maybe it's a guy from Pfizer. They'll be like, listen, no one's getting the vaccine until everyone says they're sorry. And then some OTC will be like, "We got the vaccine. Don't worry." <laughs> yeah. that, that's what actually
2: what I was just checking because Pfizer's been. Da-
0: I know we always talk about knowing who you are as a trader, understanding your strategy, and having a plan. I think in the scenario we were just talking about, though. There's a little bit of confusion between strategy and who you are, because although you do have to cut your losses and manage your risk properly, there's also a level of weathering the storm. Stocks fluctuate, numbers go up and down all day long. So if you're not looking to quickly day trade with a huge position, managing your loss becomes something a little different, I think. When a bigger stock runs, and I mean not a penny stock, the market needs to correct itself. So it's natural for it to sway a little bit. In this case, I think it was more of a swing trade. So you may hold through your losses a little bit and then ultimately it will swing back up around higher than when you bought in. And then those losses become profits before you know it, hopefully. Either way, we have to wait till next week to see how this plays out. And in the case of Nick, he's actually a really good trader. I've seen him make some really intense moves, but really naturally and almost effortless. I think what happened to him here was he was thinking with a day trading mind, treating it almost like a penny stock because when they fall, they don't come back at least right away. And when you get bit, it leaves a mark. So I don't blame him. We were talking about patterns. And we were talking about patterns that you look for when you're day trading, when you're looking at the candlesticks moving and, and everything. And um, we put a lot of emphasis on the penny stocks and OTC market candles or, or movements and patterns. But we don't often talk about what the patterns are called that span across the entire market. Now, Dom... Are, I would assume they're the same patterns like the cup and handle pattern.
2: Ooh, Yeah, that's a more general pattern yeah. for uh, universally around everywhere.
0: I
1: like right. it when you say handle. Have you used <laughs> cup and
0: handle? Now, for those of you listening who don't know what cup and handle is, it actually does look like a little cup with a handle. Yeah, And then it has a breakout point. Um, yeah,
2: I guess I've used a version of it yeah. where it's like I've looked at a certain, uh, like it'd be a technical breakout level. To where it does pass a previous high and buy there I'm not that great at it I'm better at buying before then and selling into you get
0: cup it. You get caught in the cup? I'm in pre-cup, pre-cup. <laughs> um, <laughs> you buy when, like right before it gets so, to the cup and then it has that like huge Like at the U start
2: shape. of the handle.
0: But the handle is usually the end of the cup.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh. I'll buy into that momentum. Okay, I see what you're saying. I'm getting out before it Probably so you're goes actually
0: in the cup, right? When it's yeah. swooping up, that's when you get, that's a great move. I like the great con- move. I
2: like buying into the consolidation. That happens. I love, I love that. And I'm that glad. That is
1: good. That is good. I try to do that too. It's hard.
2: It's not easy. It's all yeah. like, uh, I think Ro- Roland Wolf, uh, Jack Kellogg, all those guys talk about like risk reward a lot. I feel like the, the way I try to do it is more in the vein of that where you're having like best risk to reward. When a stock's up too much, I kind of, I get too nervous. My nerves get to me yeah. Right. because the reward is like, how how far can it go?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You're
2: like, is this going to be my day? Yeah. <laughs> no,
0: it's not. <laughs> Another one we'll go into, Dom, do you use this one? I This is probably a Nick one, head and shoulders <laughs> and inverse head and shoulders.
2: See, the thing is like, I don't necessarily buy off of them, but I at least want to recognize what could happen. Right. Um, there's a lot of head and shoulders everywhere, but especially in penny stocks. What,
0: what does that look like? Head and shoulders actually looks like head and, head and shoulders. It's like a little. It's like a little mountain. It's a, a one peak, then it drops down, then a big peak in the middle, which drops is the back shoulder, and meets the it's- other peak. So um, if you look like an M with a pull, big peak in the middle. Pull one yeah. up
1: so I can look at
0: it on the phone real fast. I'm
1: going to draw it for you. Yep. Yeah, draw for Head me. But shoulders. I want to look one up so our listeners can pull it up too and see. Oh. Head and shoulders. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Hold it up again. <laughs> I like the way that looks. I bet you do.
0: It's like three mountains. It's like three, It's like a mountain peak, yes. That's what I would call it. The three mountains. <laughs> we'll three refer most, to that the one Musketeers. now. Three Musketeers as the mountain range. Dude, like us guys. <laughs> yeah, that is. It I'm is the like middle us. one. You've got the double top, the double bottom. Also, probably pretty common. The thing with all of these, and this is, I know this is simplified for traders out there. That I mean, well, we're saying uh, giving a very simplified description. So for traders out there who know what all this is. You know, it might be boring, but you know, for people who don't know what it is, there's uh, hopefully informative, and they all have a breakout point, a specific breakout point that make them what they are. Is that correct, Dom?
2: Yeah, and you have clear cut risk, clear cut entry, clear cut exit in each of them. So when you're using patterns like that, it's way safer. Yeah. Um, My only thing with a lot of like the double tops, double bottoms, head and shoulders patterns is if you're going to play those, track how you play them because a lot of people just think, oh, it's a head and shoulders, so I'll buy or I'll short here and then wonder why it's going wrong. You have to find your own consistency within the patterns.
0: Right. Ooh. Totally, totally.
1: I feel that.
2: Got to track it. I feel that as well. Got to track it. Especially you, if
1: you are going into it with that mindset, you are like, "Listen, I'm gonna figure, I'm gonna, I am going to figure. I got to figure this pattern out. You got to track it."
2: Yeah, yeah, because then it's just going to be like, "Oh, the pattern doesn't work." It's like, "Well, how did you trade the pattern?" Right. Because everybody's different with that. Mm-hmm. Some people like to buy at different points. Some people are uncomfortable shorting at certain points. There is just so many factors, and everybody trades different. So if you are not going to track it, you are probably trading randomness, and you are right. going to wonder why you lose sometimes and then you win other times. It's yeah. like a
1: little self fulfilling prophecy. I'm trading based on heart, <laughs> soul only heart, love of the game. I like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now, do you know? We've got the pennant pattern, the oh uh, the gosh. flag pattern, the there's there's so many. Of them. I don't know there's the
2: I don't know those ones.
0: The pennant is
2: it's it a great bar like a
0: it actually looks just like a pennant. Is that like an all day fade?
1: It's on one thirty
0: north. It's a. <laughs> It's two lines, (laughs) resistance and support, slowly
1: meet each other. Uh, Okay. So, and then it breaks out from there. Now, how many times will that happen in a stock a day that you're looking at? More than once. I I think it can happen
0: at any chart that you're looking at. You could look at it from a, you know, a a day chart and just use day candles. You could look at it from. uh, It depends. Oh, okay, okay. What your, uh, you know, what your strategy is.
1: How far you're zooming
0: out? Right. Uh, Dom's looking at the the five minute chart, maybe even the one minute chart on these, and some people play. I'm looking at the the two day chart. Yeah. It's it's I a like very
2: day chart, one minute chart. If it's a little bit liquid, fifteen minute chart will help.
0: Yeah. Nice. I mean, yeah. You get your long long holders, your long players. They might even look at the week chart and and just use week candles, hmm. and be like, okay, I'm going to invest in this and hold it forever.
1: I feel like I'm always looking at the one minute for some reason.
0: Well, it's exciting. The one minute <laughs> is the most exciting chart, of course. No shock. No shock. None at all. But that's where you know that's just the style trader you are. You're you're in, and I'm a f- momentum guy. Yeah, momentum. Absolutely. I think that that's a momentum's beautiful. It is beautiful. So we got the bond markets closed today, Veterans Day. Oh wow! Right. Didn't know that. markets open though. Regular markets open. And this is my my favorite days. I don't know if you recall the last time this happened. Oh, I
1: think you... Didn't you say something about that?
0: <laughs> I did. I feel like you did. I definitely did. And it's. I'll say the saying again. Was it Labor Day? You said that? I don't remember what day it was. It was the last mm-hmm. time the bond market was closed and the uh equity market was open. But, you know, the, the age-old saying, when the adults are away, the oh, kids yeah, that's will right. play. That's right. Today bond markets close. we're green again. And I don't know if you remember that time, but it was more of an exciting experiment to me that it was like, oh, markets are green, everything's going crazy because the bond players, the people who are in the bond market are just playing with everybody now. And then tomorrow it's going to correct itself. And that happened in that instance. Curious to see if it's going to happen in this instance where if we relive the same thing, today should be green and then it will correct itself tomorrow with a massive (laughs)
1: <laughs> Correction. <laughs> just go away. <laughs> bond guys just got to go away. Bond, my my uncle's a bond guy.
0: That's It's a very yeah. it's a
1: very adult thing to do. Yeah. It is.
0: Seems pretty adult. Bonds are bonds are expensive.
1: I know, but I feel like it's fading out. I feel like less people are going to start trading bonds or holding bonds.
0: Well, it's a lot less movement. It's very sturdy. You're not really, you can't make the gains that you could make as quickly at all in the bond market. So yeah, you got to wait years. Right. But if you have a ton of money that you just want to keep safe, I'm bond markets, probably the way to do it. Right. But not, I I can't wait to see what happens with the bond market. And now I think we just talk about what we're looking at at the moment, what we're feeling. I want to go first. I want to go bearish because I'm, I'm feeling berry this morning.
1: Feeling berry?
0: I'm going against the grain here. We'll we'll say bullish next, but let's go bearish. What are we bearish on today?
1: That's a good question. I think there's a lot to
2: feel bearish about. I don't know if there's a multi-day runner that I've been just waiting to drop. Well, the thing I have a put on, Sava. Pfizer. (laughs) 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 I'm
1: bearish on Pfizer.
2: You are bearish on Pfizer
0: today. I think I'm going to do this. And I'm going to pull this card because while you guys Are you going to buy a
1: put on Pfizer? No. Yeah. I just did. did no, you, I, I didn't. Kidding. Okay. <laughs> you never know with you. Almost. You never dude. know with you. I mean, it's open. The screen's open. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was thinking of buying a Tesla put. Ooh. Let's do it. Because Tesla right now, where is that at, Dom? It's at 417. 417. I'm going to say in the near future- in the next few weeks, open to four hundred eight. It's gonna be three seventy five.
1: Why? What do you, what, what's going on? You know something?
0: I don't know something. I just have a Tell feeling. Us. So I'm feeling bearish. I just it's just a feeling. It's just a feeling of feeling bearish about Tesla.
1: Well, I just got to get into my mind that I'm feeling bullish on it, and then I'll buy the put. You know, I feel do <laughs> the opposite. It's
0: the only problem with buying a Tesla option is it, it's really expensive. They're really expensive Yeah let's see So I may not buy it But they're just, Nine they're just days out Too expensive Would you go nine days out I would go out as far as I 16 could. 23 I would probably say You're safe 16 days out To at least days? make a little bit of money off of
1: that And it's trading at 416.81 So would you buy the 415 or the 417.50 put? I don't know. I'd have to look at it. I'd have to look at it. I, I sort of have to see it. Yeah, you're looking at like 1,900.
0: Yeah, that's expensive. <sighs> They're really, really expensive. This is goes against my heart and all my being. And I talk <laughs> about this on every episode. Almost Disney. Me too. I love Disney. It's my favorite place in the world. You do love Disney, but I would be a little
1: berry right now. You I, make a lot of money on this Tesla, put Artie. You're going to Disney. That's buddy. right. You're
0: going to Disney World. <laughs> I'd be bearish there. I'd be bearish on Apple.
1: Oh, this is going to sound crazy, but would you be bearish on Cracker Barrel?
0: Cracker Barrel right now, I mean, yes, because we're going back into pandemic mode. I, I have a feeling. I know. So I, it's at 132, which is still like coming off of the high the other day, 142. Um,
1: right. Could be a good one.
0: I still think it's going to go back down under 120.
1: Yeah. So I'm... I'm a bear on those three. Me too, man. I'm right there with
0: you on Cracker Barrel. We've been talking a lot about me being a bear. How about you guys? What else What
1: do you have? I'm definitely a bear on Pfizer. Definitely a bear on Cracker Barrel. Might be a bear on Boeing. Everybody's talking about Boeing be like getting in, but I, I don't know. Especially if we're going back into pandemic mode. Right. Could be a good one. It's trading at 187. I don't know. He's a bear on Boeing. Could be a bear on Boeing. Don't quote me. They call him the Boeing bear.
2: Guess I got one. Uh, Hertz. It's now on the OTC. God. It's just been falling. I love that you said Hertz. So update me on
0: Hertz. Because I remember when Hertz was popping like crazy a few months back. Yeah. (laughs) It was like they just announced bankruptcy and the thing was taking off to put you there if you weren't there. Hertz was trading at like $3 I think, between Probably. like a dollar and $3 but it was Maybe so more. volatile. It
2: might have hit like 4 or $5. Yeah. I forget.
0: It might even went above that but it was all
2: over the place. It was like a lot of people's favorite stock to be in for a minute. So continue, continue. Hertz. I don't know why this thing wasn't on the OTC to begin with because I always thought as soon as you went bankrupt off to the OTC with you. It stayed as a listed stock for quite some time. Finally made its way over there, and it's just kind of been dropping, not much volume, and then it'll gap down huge. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's going to keep doing that. Where's it at now? It's at one twenty one, Which is actually more than I thought it would be. The first day on the OTC, it hit like almost $3. Damn. Pretty sick. <laughs> that was like two weeks ago. That's unbelievable. He's a Hertz bear. So, would be nice to see it as a six cent stock at some point. Six, damn, I missed a almost hundred percent move yesterday. That rocks because I sold. I sold out of boredom. Something <laughs> I've never done before. Wow! I was like, I'm what a millennial. I'm, <laughs> I'm really hungry. I think I'm gonna go make some lunch. So I sold for like a three percent gain. Came back, and it was up about. At that point, it was like 40%, <laughs> and then went another 30, 40% off of that.
1: Off for lunch. What'd you eat?
2: I think I just reheated like some pasta. Or oh something. my oh. God. Reheated pasta. That's, yeah. That's rough. It's How did you even, reheat it? I reheated it in the microwave. Oh, that's like, It's You're not making, even like oh, the I like making
0: me sick. There's mistakes no.
1: happening. But all it was over like the two place. o'clock. <laughs> I hadn't eaten anything. That's all day. a dark day. Yeah. yeah that's man. a dark day.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Reheating the microwave? Yeah,
1: and at two, two o'clock. That's like way two o'clock too pasta. Into the day. I know.
0: That'll put you down. Yeah, that will put you down. Bulls. I
1: am a bull on Apple. Oh, why? What makes you a bull on Apple? Well, they announced their new chips. They got new chips. What flavor? Fast. <laughs> I just feel like it's been beaten down for so long. It's coming back now. Here we go. Like, get ready. Christmas is right, right around the corner. Oof. One eighteen twenty four. I mean, I can't. I can't buy a bucket with this stock, man. You can't buy a bucket with it. Yeah, it's like remember NBA Jam. I do. And you would keep missing. I oh, like, can't buy a bucket. Get, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> NBA Jam. What a nice throwback that yeah. was. So average one twenty one twenty three. And I am a bull on Neo, even though I did buy that put, but I feel like Neo just keeps keeps on trucking. Do you have Neo? I don't have it right now. Okay. But I should have got it this morning when it was at thirty eight. It's at forty one. But it's it's been hovering around the forties. Right. But yeah, that's what I'm a bull on. What about you? Walmart?
0: I definitely feel bullish about Walmart. I feel good about that. I feel bullish about Target. I think There's earnings coming up soon that will be great for both companies. I feel bullish on, uh, and I think, like I said in the last episode, I feel like there's room for growth there. Um, I feel like with everything with uh, Pfizer coming out this week and then saying Moderna has a similar Mm -hmm. thing, but it was also government-funded, and I know a lot went into that, so Mm -hmm. they're going to be wanting that to do well. Yeah, I feel... Um, a little bit bullish it, there as well as far as vaccines go. And I've been watching that for a while. It seems like mm-hmm. they've been on a good track for a long time. So I would love to see That's that happen. One. Yeah. And I'd also love to just see more good vaccine things happen for our world. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like I'm definitely team vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely want that thing to to happen. Dom,
1: you got a new, you a bull anywhere? Yeah. Whoa. <clears throat> well, even though,
2: uh, puberty. Yeah. <laughs> Even though the weed sector has gone down the last three days, I am still... It'll get high again. Oh my! (laughs) That's what I'm hoping for. (laughs) I just think the sector just needs good news all around, which I'm not sure will happen. I thought we'd get a little bit more of a pop, like a bigger run. But honestly, it's died off a little bit. And one particular stock I'm pretty bullish about is OPTI. I feel like I feel like you hang around this stock a lot. Yeah. I don't know why it always comes back. I haven't traded. I've only traded it two or three times, but it's always there. That and Gaxi. Just because they're... You love Gaxi. Gaxi's treated... So
0: that's it for today. We had a great time. Can't wait till next week. We're going to kick it off with a Monday episode all about earnings and some other things you might want to pay attention to. And as always, none of this is financial advice. We're just a few people spewing a lot of hot air. I'm excited to say that our 300 to 1,000 challenge seems to be moving nicely. So we'll update everybody next week. And if you have any tickers that you think we should dive into, please let us know. Reach out to us on social media. Hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. All right, everybody. Talk to you soon. Until then, good luck moshing in the markets.